When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to another edition of the BTSC broadcast of the homie show and today we're going to talk about uh the conference championship give you a little just a little pre-game flavor of the conference championship who's qb1 in the league mahomes or burrow draft and trade talk you know big g and pay always got something to say about draft and trades and we're going to talk about three moves each afc north team can make to get better for 2023 so, that being said, you can't have a show called The Homies without The Homies. So, hey, hey man, I want to tell you tell you guys, you guys all know that y'all my little homies, right? No, wrong. You're man. my little homie, Big G. I'm older than you. Man, by a couple of weeks, man. Get it. Don't, <laughs> we was both born in September, man. Come on, man. You my little homie, man. You might be Big G, but you my little homie. What's up, though, Big G? I almost crack a lacking, man. I'm sitting here chilling, man, ready to get this AFC talk on the road and see how discouraged I can get payday about the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Pay, what's up, man? You gonna let Big G get under your skins, man? Get you your, not get your, get, get, you're not under my get, skin. I'm nobody. Get your boxers in a bunch. <laughs> you know what? No, now? One's, no one's doing all that, man. I'm no one's little homie, so uh, I'm. Oh, I'm you, you I'm definitely my little homie. You. You're my little cousin, but you're my little homie first. Nope, nope. I'm bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> B Dirt, what's good, man? I don't get called little uh, or younger very often in the circles I run with, so I'm going to take it. I'm gonna yeah, take man. It. Uh, hey, now getting ready for a big day. I mean, we, 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 we probably we probably made each other over 20 years ago in the poker circuit, man. And I kind of took you under my wing, and you became my little homie in, man. Back in the day. <laughs> he taking he full credit for, for establishing B-Dirt's poker game. That is hilarious, man. No, I said we – no, no, B-Dirt's B really good at poker. Don't get oh, it yeah. twisted. Yeah. He, he he is good at poker, but I know he was upset one day. Yeah, you're supposed to tell people that on podcasts, bro. That you're good at poker? Yeah, I need to limp into those games. Oh. I don't know what I'm doing. Too my late bad, now. Man. <laughs> Too late now. Cast out of the bag. Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 like Mike McDermott and Rounders. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, let's first before we get started, say what's up to some of the folks in the live chat, man. What's up, John C? How you doing, bro? Welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining us. 
Terry Bradford, what's cracking lacking? Terry, Terry Bradford, man. man. Yeah, yeah. What's going on, Terry? What's up, Yens? B yeah. Dirt, are you are you are you a Yenzer now, man? How long you been in Pittsburgh? I am I'm not a Yenzer because I refuse to eat French fries on a salad. Uh I won't refer to a shopping cart as a buggy or a rubber band <laughs> as a gum band. Uh so that yeah. I you know, that's the reasons why I just I can't quite get there. Um, I don't think Icy Light is one of the the, the food main food groups. Um, so yeah, no, I, I I'm, I'm I'm like a Yenzer Light, like I can, you know, I I can navigate the waters, but I'm not full Yenzer, not not even close. Not full Yenzer. Nah, it's coming. But, hey, it's that coming. said, that said, if you guys want uh, to see me go through angst, uh, I will be. Up at Hal's Bar and Grill, um, and Babcock <laughs> Buggies, yeah, buggies, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, uh, I will be I will be out and about today watching this uh, watching this Bengals game. So if you want to come poke fun at me, just head on out. Where you where 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 you where are you watching it at? It's called Hal's Bar and Grill up on Babcock North, uh, the North Side, North Hills. And you 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 rented some space out to watch the game there, right? Yeah, we we've got the private room, but we spill over into the bar. Okay, so anybody come there and say, "Hey, I know B Dirt. Go watch the game with him." Yeah, yeah, watch me. I I will be on pins and needles. Uh, I I did. I get. I've gotten butterflies the past two weeks. Like I was gonna play. It's bizarre, bizarre. Hey, how you gonna know if B Dirt is shook? You gonna see him go outside and push a buggy up the street? The hard way. <laughs> hey, I'm not shook, used man. to being like. I'm honest to God, I'm not used to our team being this good, yeah. being yeah. relevant. You guys are really good. Hey, John, 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 John C. Hey, man, we 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 will be playing this time next year, won't we, Big G? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> got a couple of moves we got to make, but oh yeah. Hey, speak, speaking of John C, man, do do y'all remember John B? Yeah, the singer. Yeah. yeah. Did you like him? He's all right. Man, he, he, he was kind of nice in the late 90s, man. He didn't last long. Yeah, he was all right. Hey, all you, right. You, you remember him? You probably still in, in Pampers. I know John B. Drake remade one of his better songs late, uh, not too long ago. So, yeah, I know okay. John B. Okay, okay. Well, look, let's let's just jump right in then and get started. We're going to start off with the uh, conference championships and we'll – the first one to be played here in about a little over an hour and 15 minutes is the uh, NFC North Conference Championship game. I didn't find that on Apple Music. That's right. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Google I, think, I, think, I think Siri think I'm looking for John B. Uh, but uh, the uh, 49ers visiting the Eagles. Yeah. This, I mean, I will say far as the Conference Championship goes, I think all all the four teams are the four best teams in the league this year. And the second half. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the last two out, Dallas and uh who's the other team out in the in, in, in the AFC? Buffalo. Buffalo, yeah. Dallas and Buffalo were you had the six best teams if you include them, but mm-hmm. now we're down to four. But so whichever one of you guys want to want to want to give your take on this. 49 versus Eagles game first. Just go ahead. Who wants to do it? 
Vidar, you usually start the conversation out. Let it roll, man. That way you get some of them nervous butterflies out. All right. I, uh, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, you look at these teams, really good defenses. Um, I, I've heard the take quite a bit <laughs> that uh, – I've heard the take quite a bit that, you know, two best 53-man rosters. Uh, I, I got an argument about, about that. You know what I mean? Like, their defenses have played really well. Uh, I got some questions for the Philly secondary. Um, but I, I look at those those NFC teams. They don't play Mahomes, Burrow, Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. Like, look at Kenny the quarterback Pickett. in the Kenny AFC Pickett. versus Russell the quarterback Wilson. in the NFC. Russell Wilson, Derek Carr, I think, are if you put them over in the NFC, do they have better years than they did? I don't know. So I, I look at that defensive number and I skew it a little bit. I skew it a little bit. Now they got some bad boys in the interior of that defensive line in Philly. Um, but I mean, I think there's a reason why rookie quarterbacks never made it to the Super Bowl. I think what you're gonna you're gonna see a pretty close game, but I think it's gonna be a ten point game. I think the Eagles might score again late. I think they cover pretty easily. I think the Eagles win by 13. Mm. Probably uh, kind of a, a, I don't know, like a 30 to 17, something like that. Hey, so listen. so Okay, hold, hold on a second, man. Yeah. Let me address Pedro, Pedro's comment, man. <laughs> Pedro. Pickles, man. <laughs> I can yeah, promise man. you he is not, Pedro. He is. He has uh, been, how do I say, unappreciative of my uh, zealousy in our text. I can promise you that in our group yeah, chat. He's not been a big fan of the fact that I'm still uh, still hanging on for hope. Yeah, you are. Y'all still in it, man. But, I mean, I'm like that with you because for a while you was acting like y'all been doing this for 10 years, man. Y'all haven't. It's no. new. No, I said it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> Two but, years in a row. We're relevant. I don't know. Now, I don't know. Now I am. I'm not a hater. I, I want if if the Bengals can win the Super Bowl, I'm rooting for them. I, the only way I won't root for the Bengals is if they're playing the Eagles, and only because that's my brother's team. He likes the Eagles, so I would go for the Eagles. But if the Bengals win, I wouldn't be mad. So, you know, I'm not a Bengals fan though, man. I'm just. A fan of football, and if the team in our division can win the Super Bowl, go ahead. Speaking of but, poker, if if the Bengals play the Eagles in the Super Bowl, I'm imagining we jump out to a 28 point lead, and then your brother's team comes back and beats us because I, I'd still call him pocket tens for a reason, man. I still got I, bad beat. Ugh. Yeah, yeah he caught. It, I mean, I remember the hand exactly. B Dirt had pocket aces. My brother had pocket tens. They went all in. It went down to the river. The last card was a 10. My brother had trips. B-Dirt got popped. <laughs> got popped. Yeah, man. That was a long, long time ago, man. Still harboring that. <laughs> hey, but, so uh, okay, okay, B-Dirt. I mean, thanks, B-Dirt. But, Big G, go ahead with your take, man. Yeah, so I, I think uh, they do have the best 53-man personnel. But even more so, Minus the quarterback in San Francisco, they have the two best 11 personnel in the NFC. The AFC, the two 
the best 11 personnel is playing in the AFC Championship game. But the, in the NFC, the two best 11 personnel are playing. And 11 personnel is how you win football now. Man, do we got to get hey, 11 hey, personnel hey, dissertation listen, every week? Hey, but, I'm but just G, telling you. It's the uh, truth. The 49ers play more 21 personnel than anybody in the league. They do. Correct. But their 21 personnel is disguised at 11. Because you can put 44, Kittle, Debo, uh, uh, Christian McCaffrey, Ayuk, you can line them up anywhere. Elijah Mitchell. So it looks like 21. It looks like two tights. It looks like this and that. But in all actuality, it's 11. It's the disguise of 21 and 11 personnel. That's why they run so much play action. They run play action because the disguise is looking like they're running the ball straight at you, and they're going to play action and curl the quarterback out. And the next thing you know, you got guys running routes all over the place, including the 49ers run a go route 65% of every time they have the ball. Brendan Ayuk runs a go route, or the player that's in for Ayuk runs a go route 65%. And that's just to keep you honest and keep you out of shell, cover two defense. So it's 11, but it's the sky. So, you know, but but they have great 11. The Philadelphia Eagles might have a top three 11 because the ability of Jalen Hurts to run the ball and throw the ball. But I think for the game is concerned, I think this is the game where maybe – I picked the 49ers and the Bengals to go to the bowl way back. But I think this is the game that Brock Purdy becomes a rookie. Now, but I will say this. If he doesn't do rookie stuff and throw picks and lose the game for him, Brock Purdy has sealed the deal in San Francisco as a starting quarterback. And all those teams that need a quarterback, you better be on the phone for Trey Lance. Garoppolo's going anyway. But you can get on the phone for Trey Lance and go get him because Purdy will be the guy moving forward. And they'll draft another quarterback. So, But I like the Eagles to win the game probably 24-17. Okay, B. Dirk, take that question real quick, man. From 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 Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Thanks for joining us, Jennifer. I, I think it's a great question. Um, I I would like to see it, but I I don't know that we will because I don't know that we've seen an actual good look at the control group to compare that to. Because two years ago, Burrow's coming back from an ACL tear. Then this last year, his uh, app appendix ruptures. And he had some real issues with that, uh, you know, with with that surgery. So I don't think he even got to practice the way that he wanted to practice. So I think there's some, you know, that control group hasn't even seen them be able to practice fully as a as a uh, a unit. And I also think I think the offensive line would have been great to see some more cohesiveness because if you look at them after week four completely different once they started playing together but you had Collins with a back injury you had some guys that were dinged up um, that weren't able to practice so and I, let's be honest I don't I don't think Collins wants to practice I don't think it I don't think he's my he's not he's not a he doesn't seem like a gym rat to me um but you know I I'd like to see more of it you know at least one game where they get out there and mix it up a little bit more but you gotta wait I mean just getting Burrow not having anything fluky, the first, uh, you know, OTAs and, and training camp and all that kind of stuff will help in general. Agree. Agree. Agree, Peter. Okay, Pay, what's, what, what's your take on the NFC championship game? Uh, 
So on one side, we got the best defense in the league, longest winning streak in the league at 12, versus the team that's been the best team all season and the second best defense in the league. Um, it's going, it's it's going to, it's. I don't, I don't, I don't see that it would be a, a ten point deficit. I mean, not deficit, but a ten point game at any point. I think this is going to be closely close, a close match all the way through. If they got the over under at what forty seven, I think yeah. that's about. I think that's about fair. Twenty, twenty three, twenty four type game, something like that. Yeah. Um. I think this is the game, though, that Bird, uh, Purdy finally, you know, gets figured out as a seventh round pick. The coach, the, the right. coach turns into a pumpkin. It, it, I think Purdy yeah. could have thrown two picks against Dallas that were dropped. Yeah, I mean, he's he's pretty much a. I don't want to say pretty much. That's that's a bit harsh. He is running a system. He is a system guy at the, at this point of his uh at this point of his professional journey, and against that type of front seven. Against those DBs they have in Philadelphia, Bradbury and uh, Slayton, they're gonna they're gonna come for them. They're, they're, yeah. Any mistakes, they're gonna it's gonna be exposed. Um, and that's and that's where this this game was gonna uh, is is going to be decided. That it's gonna be decided. As I said, on the defensive side, and the Eagles, their defense is just more complete. Even though the Niners are ranked number one, they have a they have some vulnerabilities in their back four. Um, and as if those with those vulnerabilities going against AJ, going against uh, um, uh, yeah, uh Johnson, Smith, Smith, yeah, and, and got and got the um, Quez, Quez Walkers, yeah. Dallas Goddard, Dallas Goddard, and got the, yeah, Dallas Goddard, too, you know, top five tight end in the league. They they don't they don't lack for offensive weapons in Philadelphia, and the Niners are going to have their back forward, they're going to have their hands full. I do see that's how, that's how this game gets decided, um, just just because it's just overwhelming. But a close game nonetheless in that same twenty four twenty three range. So you got you got you got the Eagles winning the close one. I got the Eagles pulling out the close one. Okay, let me address the comment that uh, is it is it zero zero has talking about. Uh, Rookie quarterbacks taking their teams to comp to, to Super Bowls. Can I can think of I can think of three. Can can you guys name? I think Purdy makes the fifth one. So with Purdy, including Purdy, I can think of four. You guys know the other quarterbacks that's taking their team to the conference championship game? As a rookie? As a rookie, yeah. Of course. Bill Roethlisberger's one of them. Roethlisberger's one. Yeah, yeah. Bill Roethlisberger did his rookie year. Um I don't know anymore, but I know Robinsburg was for sure one of them. You got one pay? Um, for some reason, I want to say Bradshaw. No, nah, maybe Bradshaw. that's not his rookie season. I'm thinking about. Yeah, no, nah, it's more. It's, it's more your time. Matter of fact, two of them that I'm thinking of was in the past 13 years. Past rookie. 14 years, not as 2023. Rookie to the championship two, game. Rookie to the championship game. Both in the AFC. Let me. Dan Marino. Let me help oh, you guys. Last thirteen years. Last right. thirteen years. Oh, yeah. Let me help you guys because I'm a know-it-all. Dan Marino will be a good one. Dan Marino would be a good one, but I think he went his second year. Took him right to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um. Mark Sanchez. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. New York. Jets. And 
and, and Joe Flacco. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Beat with, the Steelers. With with Ben Roethlisberger and Purdy, that's four. I just can't think. The fifth one must be in the NFC, but I can't think of them. Yeah. Okay. Franchise. So, um, uh, I don't think I don't think Russell Wilson did it as a rookie and lost. No, he won. He won wild card. He won wild card week and lost in divisional as a rookie. Okay, okay. But uh, okay. Let's let let's let's jump into the game that means the most to be dirt. Be dirt. Your your Cincinnati Bengals versus the Kansas City Chiefs, man, for the second second year in a row in the AFC Championship game. You guys upset them in Burrowhead last year. So. What say you this year, man? How how's this game gonna play out? Uh, you, you know, I getting analytical about it. I like um, Lou Anarumo schemes up uh, the defense pretty well. Um, I think that's been a big his adjustments at halftime have been a big reason why we've won three in a row. Obviously, it's tough to beat Kansas City four times in a row. Andy Reid's a great coach. Uh, Mahomes is a great quarterback. Um, I think they're playing for that, the right to be the best quarterback in the league today, um, and uh, at least hold that title into next going into next year. I, uh, I I've went through and analyzed a lot of stuff, and 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 to be honest with you, it leads me to think the Bengals are going to win this. But <laughs> uh, being a Bengals fan is like a lot like being a dog has been hit with a broom. So you always look for what's coming around the corner. So I'm, I'm a little, wow. I'm a little shocked. I'm a little uh, like, I'm a little shell shocked to take them. Um, I think as long as we don't get exposed by, uh, don't let Eli Apple get exposed. If he gives up a couple big plays, that could be the, the, the turning point of the game. Him or um, Cam Taylor Britt, uh, who's known to take some chances. As long as we keep somebody, um, don't let them get behind the defense. I think we have a, a good shot at winning this. Uh, so I'm 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 taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals. Close game though. Close game. Um, I I got a, a, a 31-27 game. Good call. Good call. Muted, take boy. My bad. Bengals pulled out 31-27 and beat Dirt's pick. Okay. So wait, I'm pay, pay, Pedro's comment says Kels is hurt. I know who what Holmes is he talking? Who's Holmes? Patty. Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes. Patty Mahomes oh. is, Patty, is hurt. Patty Kelsey's Mahomes, been questionable it with a back injury. I'm I'm sure he's gonna play. Yeah, they're both um, going to play. There's no way they're both going to play. Uh, I, I think, you know, I, we've been able to get pressure on them with four. Uh, and that's a lot to do with Lou Anarumo's scheme and Trey Hendrickson's pressure. So Okay, and that's, that's, that, that's, that's how I see that one playing out, man. I expect the Bengals' defense. And I'm not, I'm, I know they say Patrick Mahomes, is, Patrick Mahomes is okay. But, I mean, he's still – he's coming off a high ankle sprain a week ago. So he'll be somewhat limited than what he's used to, hundred percent. So I think, I think, I think Hill and Reader and those guys gets pressure up the up the up to gut, and that's going to affect Mahomes because he's not going to be able to. They're going they're going to keep him in the pocket. 
I want to address something Dwayne just said here. Mahomes looked all right walking off the podium. I don't think if Mahomes is 90%, 85-90%, I don't think you hear stuff coming out of Kansas City saying, oh, he's looking good, and then showing clips of him um, jogging at practice or showing clips of him walking off the podium. With that. They've made a big deal about him not limping. If he is going to be that good, I don't think they announce that because they don't want the Bengals to know that. You know what I mean? I think they hide it. So I almost think it's a, that's more of a cat and mouse game between the coaching staffs. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. Okay. What, 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 what say you big G? Well, let me, let me explain. Let me explain what's going to happen with Patty Mahomes. This is the big part of the conversation. Patty Mahomes is going to take a tour down shot about, 45 minutes to an hour before the game. His foot and ankle is going to be like a cement block. Trust me, I know. I've taken multiple my life. I've taken it in my knee. I've taken it in my foot before. Because those injuries are non-football playing injuries. He, and he plays a pivotal position, which is quarterback, which he needs his feet more than anything. It's going to be about 19 degrees when they kick the ball off. It's, going to, it's cold, Kansas City, right? As that game wears on, his foot's going to get heavier and heavier and heavier. And he's not going to be able to push off. So when, they, when everyone knows a little, what makes Patty Mahomes great is his ability to improvise and scramble. That's what makes him, because he's got a rocket arm. He's accurate. But when the play breaks, breaks down is when Mahomes becomes great. Matter of fact, he becomes almost goatish when the play, play breaks down. Mahomes is not going to be able to do that on that shot. And the longer that game lingers on, the worse his foot's going to feel. So they'll retape it. They'll probably switch cleats on him because I've done all those things. They retape, switch cleats, switch it at halftime, give everything they can to make him alleviate. But when it comes time for him to push off laterally or push off forward, he, he can't do it. And not throw with velocity, not with his arm. No, he's not going to be able to do it. So in knowing that, Beater, you hit the nail on the head. They're going to send four. They're going to send four, keep everything in front of them, and make him make a play. And as that game wears on, that's going to keep that score closer and closer. You get 17-14 at halftime, 14-17 at halftime, second half, Kansas City's going to turn into that pumpkin. And the Bengals are going to walk off that field with a victory. I think we'll send three more often than we send five. Yeah. Yep. Because he's just his his I, I know a high ankle sprain he should be out a whole month. I, I've had it happen multiple times. A month he should sit out a whole month because of how bad the inflammation and because what it does it not only messes up with your ankle it messes with your Achilles. Yeah, and your on, range and, of motion. And, uh, and correct. Your push. And, on, yeah. and on a torn all shot, you can tear Achilles quick. I've seen it happen a whole bunch of times. Back in the day, we used to take Novocaine shots. So now they take Toradol. the same thing. So, like I said, he's not going to be able to push like how you think. So I, I think the Bengals going to walk out of this game. Joe Burrow throws three touchdowns, by the way, and proves that he should be the MVP for this year's season. So give me the Bengals in the victory. Probably, probably 28-14, 28-17. Two scores then. Man, yeah. I wish I could say it with my chest like that. I just <laughs> – I've been hit by that broom too many times. It hurts. 
Pay, what say you, brother? I'm kind of leading towards Big G on this one, man. So that's that toward all and that high ankle sprain gives me gives me uh, great concern for what what Kansas City can do pull off today. Um, yeah, everything's pointing in everything's pointing in the Bengals' favor. They've they've they figured it out. They they're playing with a chip on their shoulder. They've got everything all guns firing. They're not super healthy. They're not the, the most healthy they want to be, but they figured out how to play, you know, with, with what they got, as opposed to what Kansas city, their, their number one player is uh, limping. Uh, 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 literally and figuratively. Yeah. So it's not going to, I, I don't see, they, they're going to still put up a good fight. It's it's going to, I think it's going to be something in the, in the range of 27, 17, something like that. Um, I got, I got Burrow, you know, uh, reasserting, re, uh, not just reasserting, but sh- proving to the world cause, that he's top dog, not just, not just for the conference, but for the league. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a coming out party for today. I, I, I really, I really, really do see it as the yeah. Bengals uh, going back to back. I got one more reason. I think the Bengals are going to win. Drake bet a million dollars on Kansas City. Yeah, he did. Oh, there you go. Yeah, he did. He did. He sure did. I saw the post. Can win two and a half for the mill for the mill bet. Crazy. But he put a mill ticket down on Kansas City. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Must be nice. Yeah, must be nice. <laughs> hey, so we great. We, we great. Take our little ad break right here. If you're on YouTube, just give us 10 to 12 seconds. We'll be back. Um, then we come back, we're going to talk about pay kind of led into it. We're going to talk about who, 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 which, which each of the homies who thinks who's QB one between Mahomes and Burrow. So we'll be back in 10. Wait with us. Thanks. Back the BTSC broadcast of the homies podcast, and with us we have my little homies again, Big G, kind of oxymoron. Big G he, being a little homie, he loving that little <laughs> homie man. He loving it man. <laughs> he loving. Be dirty's a be dirty's okay with it. Nobody calls yeah, him young. <laughs> and then pay the youngest of us all. Worse by better. The, the, the youngest of us all, but he still got a little, little, little wetness behind his ear. Just a little. <laughs> but uh, okay, guys. So we're gonna keep it moving. We're gonna this this segment, this half of the show, we're gonna talk about QB one. We're gonna talk about some Big G been doing, been in the lab already for the uh, for the draft with the with the uh, the East West game is next weekend, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um then we're gonna talk about three moves that each AFC North team can make in this offseason that can make them better next year. So right now, Pay, you started it the first time before we went to break. Give give us again why why you say Burrow over Mahomes. Like why? 
three and zero so far versus versus Kansas City, the, the juggernaut, the juggernaut of the conference. They Kansas City's went to five uh, championship games since Mahomes took over as QB one over there, and Burrow's come in, come into their field three straight times and beat them. And if if we're all in agreement, it's going to be four after today. I mean. It's not like he, and it's not like he's uh, short on production for himself, as far as uh, what he what he does throughout he's, the season. He's, out, he's he, outperformed Mahomes in those games too. He has, and it, it, it haven't been, and and they haven't been, you know, uh, uh, like Tom Brady was in his beginning of his career. He's just there, there along for the ride. Burrow's showing up. Burrow's showing up, and he's doing what he's supposed to do. And if last week was any. Was any uh, um, any pregame to to what's going to happen today? When that team came in and just destroyed another contender, this is this is this is going to be you know flat out number one with a bullet for for Burrow being best best player. Wow! And you, Big G, who you got? I got Joe Burr. Tyrone Burt, Tyrone Burt is a dog, man. He, he's been showing, he's been showing himself since LSU. Matter of fact, he could have showed it at, at Buckeye Nation, but that, that's a whole nother conversation. He could have showed it at Buckeye Nation, but Urban Meyer was set on Dwayne Haskins, but he could have showed. It. Joe Burrow won Mr. Football in the state of Ohio, down in yeah, Athens, you know, down in Athens. They call it the Plains, but that's Athens, Ohio. Matter of fact, his house is right. Check, check, check. Be, be, be dirt showing us his shirt. What's it yeah. say, be dirt? Better send them refunds. Yeah, he, he grew up right across the street from Ohio, right up the street from Ohio University. So he he been he been killing it ever since he was in Ohio. He was you Mr. Know. Football. He played basketball. He played baseball. He's an athlete, beast. beast. But but the issue is now Joe Burrow makes good plays. Well, I you know it's the old saying what everybody's always been saying: big time players make big time plays in big time games, and that's what he does. That boy has ice water in his veins. But it helps what's around him. That Joe Burrow's super great. But when you got freaking T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, uh, Samaj Piron, shout out to Pflugerville, Texas, Joe Mixon, Halen Hurst, who they traded for Atlanta. Dog, he, he, he's got the great pedigree, but they put the pieces around him to keep him great. So, so it, it's it's probably 75, 80% Burrow, but the pieces around him, man, they're almost unstoppable. They're almost unstoppable. I mean, he's got to have a very – even if he has a bad game, the pieces around him can keep him in it. That's the craziest part about it because they, if Burrow's having a bad game, they start handing off the mixer. The next thing you know, play action, and he's killing them. He's killing them. So, but he's got ice water in his veins. And he makes big time plays and big time games. So I go with Joe Burrow, man. Joe Burrow, Tyrone a dog. Tyrone Burr a dog, man. Why you call him Tyrone Burr? Man, that's Joe, that's his alter ego. When he puts that helmet on, he changes from Joe Burrow from the Plains to Tyrone Burr from Inner City, man. <laughs> he becomes a monster, man. And the way he thinks, he's it's all about domination. And that's that's his time spent. Tyrone Burr was born down there in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. You know, if you okay. notice, that's why every game he wears that LSU band. And when times get tough, he starts grabbing on that band. That's the coming out of Tyrone Burton. Tyrone Burton is a dog, man. Be dirt. It's your boy, man. 
I, I think whoever wins this game, like I said, goes in uh, next season as the top ranked quarterback. But I mean, that I think they've established themselves as that one, one two, one and two top tier. Uh, I, I, Jalen Hurts wins the Super Bowl. He's gonna put himself on that tier too. Gonna be three of them. Um, I think uh, you know Josh Allen uh, two made turnovers. Kind of went to that one A, you know, one B tier, um, second tier. Uh, so, I, like, I I will say this: I, trying to tell which one of these two is better going into this game is really splitting hairs. Yeah. But as a Bengals fan, you touched on it. A kid born in Ohio, grew up rooting for the Bengals, um, embraces that city like no one else we've ever had, and is just an assassin when times are tough. Yeah. There's no one in the league I'd trade him for. Nobody. So he's my number one. Yeah. Okay. I'm 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 gonna real be real quick. I'm glad you brought up Jalen Hurts. I just want to say to Steeler Nation, about in, in 2020, during this time of year before the draft, I was in, in the different Steeler. Big G, you remember? I was in a different yeah, we Steeler. Were, so, we was so, hot. We were so, not hot. So, so, social media groups wanting the Steelers yeah. to draft Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Everybody was like, no, no, he's going to suck. He's going to suck. Mm. Well, he don't mm-hmm. suck. I yeah. mean, we, we lucked up. We got Kenny Pickett, but we could have had Jalen Hurts and could have been well off on our way. But – uh. And I think Joe Burrow too. I think, I think Joe 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 Burrow plays more in structure than Patrick Mahomes does. Yeah. Um, Mahomes is a beast all the time, but he's really a beast when he's out of structure. But yeah. Joe Joe Burrow drops back, reads defense, and makes the throws in structure more than Patty Mahomes. I think. Yeah. Um. So I would take Mahomes, and it don't hurt that. As of right now, and I've said it all year still, and a lot of Steeler fans have too, Kenny Pickett right now is a poor man's Joe Burrow. Yeah, agree. And we like that comparison. So Agreed. I, I think the biggest difference, I think getting off his spot, Burrow makes some magic happen outside the pocket too. To me, the biggest difference in, in the two of them, it, Patrick Mahomes has some special arm strength. Man, yeah, he, yeah. he can sling the ball. Yeah. <laughs> He had a strong arm. He probably makes makes better off-platform throws. But that's why I say right. Burrow plays within that offensive structure better than Mahomes does, yeah. in my opinion, with my football Anticipation. Eye. All that stuff. But, yeah, back to my Kenny Pickett comp, comp of being a poor man's Joe Burrow. I like it for now. We're coming, though. Give us another year or two, and we'll see where we at there. But, okay, so now – Big G, what's cracking? Give us, give us that trade you've been talking about that gets up under Pay's skin. He can't take it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, for the BTSC, trust and believe. Big G's calling it right now. Justin Fields is getting traded from the Chicago Bears. He's getting traded. You can get too much value for him. I saw, I saw the other day where they would give up. A couple of teams will give up a first, second, and third this year, a first, third, and fourth the year after that, or either a second and a first the year after that. That's equivalent to when the Dallas Cowboys traded Herschel Walker to the to the Minnesota Vikings, which they had 10 picks 
And those 10 turned into 18, and the 18 turned into the Super Bowl. They have the number one overall pick. There's not a quarterback in this league that teams is going to trade for that pick. Watch what I'm telling you. But they can trade fields, draft the quarterback, and put all kind of pieces around him. One of the scenarios I read and saw, draft C.J. Stroud, use those extra picks and pick up Jackson Smith and Juca, pick up a Meyer, the kid from Notre Dame, and then next year with those two extra picks you have, turn that pick into Marvin Harrison Jr. Now the Chicago Bears have Meyer from Notre Dame, Jackson Smith and Juca, Marvin Harrison Jr., and C.J. Stroud. What's better, that or you pick, you, you keep Justin Fields and draft Jalen Carter because nobody's going up number one. So Bears fans, whether you like it or not, Justin Fields is out of there. He's gone. So you try to re, 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 trade one ex Buckeye to draft three Buckeyes? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, three Sounds beats one like all day and night. Three beats one all day and night. You you uh, hear you hear what I hear, don't you, Dirk? You hear exactly yeah. what I hear. I mean, I hate to say it's bias from the fan cave, but read the sign behind him. So, for one, hey, pay, pay, read, 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 read that comment and reply to that too. Doesn't need it. Doesn't need my reply. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dwayne, that's what I'm talking about. Um, not only does not that's that is that not how the league works. Um, no one trades their active quarterback who who has a bright future ahead of them to get more picks when they actually have the number one when they actually have a draft a, a favorable draft position. I mean, because to, to, to your who you gonna draft one then? Who you gonna draft? We're not gonna have the number one pick by the time the draft rolls around. Someone's gonna come keep, get it from us. Keep believing it. <laughs> if you if you believe that no one's coming to get it, and that just, that just tells us that the general manager Ryan Pose is doing his job, he's sending out the great smoke signals that he, that someone that they think that he might actually draft a quarterback. And if that's the case, I'm happy because somebody's going to come up, someone's going to take us for uh, take us <laughs> and give give us what we need. Um, but again, if you have to, to your point, you can get we can get a bunch of picks. For Justin Fields, you can get the same amount of picks for that number one pick. Never. Why would we? Why would we start back over, um, trying to groom a quarterback after we just did that? Why would we start back over and do it again with another with another Ohio State guy or another uh, another uh, or um, Bryce from Bama or I'm not even talking about the other guy that we're not going to do that. We'll we'll, we'll let us We're not. We wouldn't. We wouldn't draft him number one. Oh, you might. You drafted Mister Bisky. Sure uh, did. Different regime, different regime. Mm-hmm. And they gave up a lot to get him. Exactly. Sure and, and you know, that's that's my last point. Um, there's general managers that would tr- that would trade up one spot to grab to grab their guy. We've seen it happen. I've seen it happen, and I, I have nightmares about it at least once a week. So the point is, the point I'm is. If you have if you have the number one pick and you have a quarterback that's you know everybody that was lighting up the league, why would you you know why why would you send off the send off the the, the known commodity for the unknown to keep the unknown? Why would you do that? Because ten is greater than one. You can get the same ten from that pick. No, you, I'm telling you, nobody's trading up. I'm telling you, not for a haul. Okay, not, I agree with Pay, and I'm gonna play devil's advocate in this little situation. I think, in your mind, Big G, and I was listening to this on your Know It All's podcast, uh, 
um, which great job as always. I think you're you're giving too much credit to what a trade for Justin Fields would look like. I don't think it's two number ones and a number two. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's that big. You look at I mean he he had definitely made huge strides this year, okay. but he still completed sixty percent of his passes. He okay. still is a running quarterback, and and you're looking at Lamar Jackson. And now there's issues about who's going to give him the money. What are you going to do? I, mean, I just think there's a lot of GMs. He's missed games this year, right? Could he have came back and played the last one or two? Maybe. Uh-huh. But but I think there's some cause for concern in the league that, that not as many people, I think, would be all in on Justin Fields. If you're sitting, you know, where you're going to get a Will Levis. If you're sitting at six or seven or who's going to fall to that spot, I think these top three quarterbacks, I don't think there's a big enough gap between their potential and Justin Fields' potential for me to move on from four or five draft picks, two of them being first-rounders. Well, the Atlanta Falcons have already contacted the Bears about Justin Fields because Atlanta was one of those teams that was talking about going up to the one pick. But Atlanta's saying, look, we'll give you anything you want. We want Fields. Fields is from Georgia. We want him to play right in our stadium. Listen, if so you're a GM, you want, we'll give it to you. If you're a GM, you should always reach out and test the waters for everybody. That's your job. You're looking at duty if you don't. Yeah. I, like I said, I, I think they can get more for Fields than the one pick. I just, I'm telling Miami, you, because he's a proven commodity. Miami just got um, three first round picks for Tyreek They got They got three. They they sent three away. I'm sorry. They sent three away to get Waddle. Yeah. No. Tyreek Hill. I'm sorry. Yeah. My, my, my mistake. So, if that was just a first round pick, the number one pick with with a QB with you know uh, a franchise turning around QB on the board uh-huh. is going to net should net more. Why would first, you- second, and third this year? Next year, first, third, and fourth. Year after that, first. Or possibly second, third, and fourth. You you could get you could get the haul for Justin Fields, and a team would pay. Right. Atlanta would pay that. Tyreek Hill trade uh, details. They gave up one first rounder, one second rounder, two fourths, and a six. Yeah. That well, how much did Devontae Adams? How much did he cost? And these are wide receivers. These ain't quarterbacks. These are not even franchise quarterbacks. So I'm saying that I'm. It, it, listen, if if we wasn't solved that if we wasn't solved that quarterback, if we didn't have Pickett, man, I'd be beating um, down the door. Go go ask Chicago what they want for Justin Fields. Devontae go Adams was a first, a first and a second, twenty second overall, fifty third overall. Yeah, same the same concept for when you buy a car. The second you take it off the lot, the value goes down. The value on that number one pick is higher than any player in the league. So tell me what quarterback's better than Justin Fields in this draft. I don't I don't think any I don't know. Uh he don't think any of them. That's why he don't want to trade them. I, I don't think that. any of them are better. No. But, I mean they're they're unproven commodities. That's the point. Correct. They could be better. But correct. you know, well, why would we why would we stress over that? You know? That's that's the job of the GM. And I'm telling you, he's evaluating talent. Hey, and if so, he's looking so, at it, well, I can win with, with one of these other guys and put talent around me. I will give up the farm to get the talent to go around. So pay, pay. The 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 Dwayne wants to wants to send you and your organization flowers and 
Thanks for the Chase Claypool trade. Let's just visit that one more time. Hey, Send Dwayne, I'm sending it. some your way from Mike Hilton. Oh, you get some flowers too, Dwayne. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Send some chocolate with those flowers as well. Uh, so, you, you, y'all got to defend pay a little bit. He ain't got he ain't got much to do. Hey, so one. so here's here, 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 here here's my trade. Then then we get into some draft talk real quick. I I like the Baltimore Ravens trading Lamar Jackson to either the New York Jets or the Washington Commanders getting getting at least at least two two first and say a third back yeah for that and then turn around and and low ball not in a bad way but a second round pick send a second round pick to San Francisco for Trey Lance and now Baltimore is restarting the clock with Trey Lance. They don't have to pay him no money. They can put money elsewhere because Trey Lance is still on a rookie deal. He's still kind of unproven, but he was a high pedigree draft pick. So I kind of I kind of like that deal. You know what I mean? Why would, why, why would they want to go get a quarterback that's in the same ilk as Lamar when they already fired Greg Norman? Roman. Well, because but because I think I mean their team is still built as such, though. I mean, they're still they're still 12 personnel heavy. There's still J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, big running backs, Justice Hill. I mean, so they they st- they still gonna play a similar kind of offense. I think I think the, I think you don't get you don't have even if you have Lamar Jackson, you don't become a run first. I mean, a pass first offense. Right. Roman's name's not being thrown around right now either. Is he Club Thailand? I probably so. Is he out there hanging hang, hang with Kingsbury? <laughs> Yeah, did you guys there. right before we came on? Did you see uh, D'Amico Ryan's as front runner for the Texans job? Yeah, I saw that. They they they, they want him in Denver too. He'll, yeah. he'll, I think he'll have his choice. Well, because uh, I think I think I think Sean Payton's sitting out this year now. Denver's president was in Ann Arbor this past week and mm-hmm. gave second so interview nope. with second, uh, second interview with John Harbaugh. Harbaugh said, "No, nah, I'm out." Of yeah, but Harbaugh, you said he was staying in Michigan. So, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah I, 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 he still took that interview. I'm pretty sure most most coaches say that right before they leave. Okay, could 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 be could be could be. Um, Big G, yo, what's happening? I know you've been in the lab looking at draft prospects and stuff like that, and you ran a a few Steelers mocks this week, man. Which uh, Mel Kiper released released his first mock draft this this week, and he had uh, Steelers drafting Joe Joey Porter Jr. number seventeen pick. But the mock drafts you run, Big G, the, the w- whichever one you like best, pick seventeen to pick eighty. Who was it? Who who were who were the players? First of all, let me say Mel Kiper Jr. Trash. <laughs> wow, Mel Kiper Jr. Trash, man. Because he the the reason that why no, wait 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 the way the way I don't think that's happening. I think. Uh, Jerry Jones already already gave uh, Mike McCarthy the pat on the back at least for another year. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, all all, all tea leads point to Sean Payton sitting now and waiting till one of those LA jobs become available next year. Yeah. Or or Miami. Or even I Tampa. thought McVeigh was going to walk out. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was too. So go ahead, Big G, with your draft. All right. So so a couple just a couple quick points. Point number one. Of course, the natural pick is if one of those top two tackles fall to us. Because I've seen mocks where either Paris Johnson or the kid from Northwestern falls. So if either one of those guys are on the board, you take them, right? However, I've been looking at 
Myers draft stock falling. Maybe it's because it's pre-draft evaluation. They haven't got his 40 time yet. But if Meyer, the kid out of Notre Dame, falls tight end, falls to 17, you take him. If Meyer, hey, hey, there, hey, 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 let, let me jump in because I've been, I've been on the uh, checking out the Arthur Motes podcast this week, man. He he seems to think, and I kind of he kind of talked me into agreeing with him, man. Old Motes, the body 52. Got me going with that with that line of thinking, man. That 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 mayor from Notre Dame might be a better offensive piece than drafting Jordan Addison. That sounds a 17. lot like twenty-one personnel. Right. Yeah, you're right. 11, you're right. It's Tw- eleven. If a, it's eleven, if he runs a four-five, if he runs, he's, a not, four, he's not running five. a four-five. He'll, he'll run a four-six. But but with him and Muth, you could you you could flank out either one of them. Right. They don't need but both both of them have to be 21. in line. Yeah. Either way, either way, I the, the ideology for me in Pittsburgh, you have to get even though Calvin Austin is coming off injury, I think he's going to be a great wide receiver. You have to continue to stockpile offensive pieces around Pickett. He's your franchise. You gotta put pieces around the kid. Yes, if the offensive lineman is there, I don't see the value for the kid out of Georgia. At seventeen, no way I'm taking him at tackle. So you taking you you taking Ohio State, Paris Johnson, and if, the kid from Northwestern. Yeah, if either one of those guys are there, I'm taking them. If neither one of them are there, Mayer, tight end Notre Dame, Jackson Smith and Juca, Jordan Addison, one of those three guys. I'm looking at that seventeen over uh, over a corner. You taking offers of the piece first. Exactly. You got it. Pick it your pick it, pick it your bread and butter. The defense was sound. Last seven games, we were top five defense in the league. We, we, we can win with what we have as long as we don't have injuries. Last, last, the last, the last, the last, the last nine games, I think we were top two in the league defensively. Right. We can win with what we got. We, we need offense. Now, defensively is where that pick that we made to the Chicago Bears. Because we got to go get Casey Hampton. We got to get Casey Hampton part two, the kid out of Baylor. We got to get him. Space eater. You gotta get him, man. The man's a double team every time. And then with that third pick, round that that forty nine and all whatever else. Okay, look at a guy like Andre Carter out of Army. Maybe it's a little too high to go after Dewan Jones, right tackle out of Ohio State, but I like that pick. Look at Campbell, the linebacker out of Iowa, at that forty nine pick. So you add the the space eater for Cliff, for a Baylor, the the middle linebacker for the Iowa at Campbell, and then you get an offensive piece in the first round, hey, man, it's, we're off and running. Gee, I, I, and like, running. I like that space eater idea. If you get somebody in there that's going to, you know, command a double team in the middle, that opens up your linebackers right there already. That elevates your linebacker play naturally. Right. Keeping that helmet off of them in that first three yards. I, that's that's what I'm saying. I think that's that should be number one priority. You get talk an offensive about- weapon. And then go with the two defensive players. You're talking, I think, you, you're talking about Ika. Ika is his name. Yeah. From Baylor. 6'3", six, 6'4", six, three, six, 360 pounds. He's baby Casey Hampton. 6'4", six, 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 351. I'm looking at him right now. Yeah. Baby Casey Hampton. He's going to take up space. And he can play. He's fast. So so I like I, I like those picks. You know, Is that a biscuit? Remember when they used to call the fridge biscuit? Because he's a biscuit yeah. over 350? Yeah. He, he's probably closer to 370. So, We'll see so run, 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 run down your four picks again real quick. If, if I, if no, just no run down trade, the four real quick. 
Yep, four picks. Meyer, Mayer, tight end Notre, Notre Dame, number one with, with the pick. And if not him, Jackson Smith and Juco Jordan Addison. Next pick would be the uh, the kid Ica. out of Baylor. Ika, the kid out of Baylor. Third pick would be Campbell out of Iowa middle linebacker or linebacker from Army. What you what you what you what what, what you think about Drew Sanders? Line, line, linebacker Arkansas. Don't like him. Don't like him. Side to side. Don't like him. Okay. And then the fourth. Kind of what you got right now. Fourth, exactly. Fourth pick would be Dewan Jones, Ohio State, right tackle. If I if it was my draft, that's what I would pick. Okay, B Dirk. Three 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 things. Even if they even they beat win today and go win the Super Bowl, three things you want to see the Bengals improve on next year. Number one. Actually, I would probably – I can give you a top ten list. I don't need a top ten. I need three. I'm going to give you one through eight. Is we don't get got Joe time Burrow, for one through eight, get man. Joe Burrow extended. That's one through eight. <laughs> one through eight, so okay. Now, now I'm at nine. Um, I would say I still want to see some offensive line short up. Um, I think we need a left tackle really bad. And – we definitely need some more defensive back help. We're going to um, more than likely lose Bates. Uh, we definitely need some corner help. Um, I, I like uh, Cam Taylor Britt, but I do not care for Eli Apple. Um, I think we need to, to, to shore that up. So there, and then we're going to have to get some depth in linebacker because we're not going to be able to pay both of them. Uh, long term, once those guys come out, because of the money is going to go to the wide receivers, and those linebackers are going to be a little bit harder. So, um, Wilson and a who? linebacker. Who's that guy? What's that? Who's on the linebacker? Wilson and. Um, you asked me too fast. 57. Um, ah, I'll think about it in a second. Caught me off guard. Um, I, I, Gaither, the backup, is actually uh, been is a good step in for one of those guys too. Pratt, Jermaine Pratt. Um, so that I, I like our depth at linebacker. You know, you always have anytime you can get defensive linemen, linebackers. Linebackers are always also good normally for special teams. So I think those will be our later picks. But top three, get Joe Burrow signed. Get a left tackle, get some more offensive line help, and get some more defensive backs. Okay, pay. Fix, 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 fix Baltimore. Three, three things Baltimore needs to do. Uh, the first two are evident. They got to bring in some wide receiver talent. Uh, and, I mean, obviously, you got to figure out what you're going to do with Lamar, Lamar Jackson's contract situation. Mm. Um, it'll be best if they sign him to a long-term deal just to get some of that uh, – anxiety out the way mm-hmm. uh, but more than likely they have to franchise tag them um that won't be that that'll just that's just kicking the can down the kicking the can down the, down the road for for the next offseason but um those two things are, are, the, are the top top two that they need to do to fix fix their uh fix their team going into next year um the third one is uh replacing greg roman with a with an adult offense um at, at his whole his whole career as an OC has been you know uh, boom 
boom for the first two seasons, then it gets it, it hits the ceiling real fast and it gets figured out and you know got to got to move on. Uh, Baltimore kept them along, kept them around for five seasons, which is probably two seasons too long. So, I guess giving, I guess the third thing they need to do in Baltimore is get get a new get a new inventive offensive scheme there. Everything on the other side of the ball, perfect. Is it is it me or every year I feel like we're talking about the Ravens and the Packers both need to get wide receiver help? Yeah. I agree. Well, the, 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 the Packers have never invested a first-round pick in years. The Ravens did invest a first-round pick with Richard Bateman like two years ago. So That reminds me a lot of our John Ross pick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how it's turning out so far. But, Big G, What's three things the Steelers need to do. Let's, let's, let's be fast. we got about we got about five or six minutes left. Offensive, offensive player, nose tackle. And, and depth at linebacker or or at um or at wide receiver. So you're just basically going back to your draft. Pretty much. At free agency, if we can if we could clean the board, if you could get rid of Bush and sign Bush 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 is gone. William Jackson the third is gone. Right. Uh Wormley probably is gone. Yeah. Uh, if you could get Miles Jack to restructure, he will and, and knock his contract down to like a million and three, million four. He ain't that's paying a million dollars. Well, that's, I a, mean, that's he has he has eleven million cap hit. If he can, if they can get him down to six or seven, I think they they keep him. Right, he ain't so, playing for no million four. Come on, I'm man. just saying if we can restructure him and we go whatever lowball him and restructure him, if not, cut him and draft. Right, and so then you use that money. I like Edmonds and Buffalo. But we're gonna to have to give him the bag to get him. So, so what's, I what, mean, what, what's what, what's the bag? Fourteen million, fifteen million. Hmm. Fourteen, think, fifteen million a year. Think he's worth that? I, I go twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen seems to be on the high end to me. Yeah, but I, I mean to get him because somebody's gonna pay him. So, so yeah, if to go after him is, is high stakes. So you know, if we're not gonna solve what we need through free agency, we got to get it in the draft. So, like I said, I, I like draft way versus going through the free agency way. Yeah, draft 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 saves you some money. We never had that I can think of three picks in the top fifty. So, we should get three three good players. When you think about it, I think Demarvin Leal was picked number eighty three last year, and we have pick number eighty this year. So, it should be another good player, even at pick eighty. Yeah, Felicia sure. just had a really good comment. I agree with uh, from the outside looking in as a Bengals fan. Which one? Uh, Omar Khan. Omar is an evil genius. Yes, he is. He, he, he definitely knows what to do playing that shell game. He definitely yes, he is, does. Felicia, with the money factor. He knows yep. what he's doing. Yes, he does. He knows what he's doing. Thanks. Thanks, thanks, thanks for joining us, Felicia. We appreciate it. Um, okay, so anybody got anything they want to say with their chest? Nah, I already done said it. Fields is out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty, I, I said the same thing. Fields is uh, quarterback one for the foreseeable future for the Chicago Bears. That's with my whole chest. Oh, with whole chest, Big D. He it's can say it all he wants to. He's going to be crying like a baby after the trade happened. And I hope it happened on the day we got a show so that, so we can get a live reaction and see if he's going to be like, I can't believe that they traded Justin Fields. 
I just can't believe it. I, I, I hope would, it. I hope it goes down like that. It would. It will only. It would only crush me if they trade. If they make any trade and they don't get back enough. We've we've seen we've we've seen them trade and not get back enough already. We don't need to see that again. You got Chase Claypool. It's enough. Let's, or, let's hey, keep it moving. Let's keep it. Second hey, round pick. Hey, hey, could, could you imagine if it was live? He got traded and we were live on there and he got traded. Oh, I'd be. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. It'd be great. It'd be great, man. Peyton will start. Peyton will start breaking stuff in his house. <laughs> Be dirt. What you gonna say with your chest, man? Be dirt. You always too, man. Say something with your chest and do somebody dirty, bro. I tell you right now, as soon as you asked if you had something to say with your chest, I got queasy because I I can't pull myself to say it. I Come can't on, do man. Bengals by ten. Just say it. Bengals by ten. I'm gonna I'm gonna do someone dirty. Mm. Here's what I'm gonna do dirty, and this is also you're gonna know. From the Odal's podcast, bulletin board material. I'm doing you dirty. Uh, these are professional athletes. The Chiefs, uh, Willie Gay, the linebacker said nothing impresses him about the Bengals' offense. Mike Hilton is now calling uh, Arrowhead Stadium Burrowhead Stadium. The 49ers. Uh, fans put a T-shirt on a Rocky statue, mm. which, by the way, is nothing more than something for people who visit Philadelphia. Rocky is a fictional character. It sits outside of the, the Museum of the Arts. No one from Philadelphia cares about that thing. If you think that these professional athletes need to get up for champion championship, conference championship games, they need that stuff – I played college baseball at a small school, and I can promise you the last thing I needed was someone to get me hyped for a game. I needed the opposite. I needed someone to calm me down. I was ready to tear someone's head off when I went out there. The only people that need bulletin board material are us gas bags. So we have something else to talk about on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We're texting each other. Did you see what he said? Did you see what he said? None of those athletes care. They're going to go. All it does is give them something to say if they win. You know, if the Chiefs win, that's what they're going to reference to talk trash. If the Bengals win, that's what they're going to reference to talk trash. But it has nothing to do with the outcome of the game. I can promise you. Bulletin board material overrated. Hmm. Hmm. Bengals by 13. Bengals won the Super Bowl. He stuck his chest out. He did it. Oh, look at him take with the shirt. Okay. (laughs) Get him, be done. Say what you say. Say that stuff, man. Bringing a Super Bowl championship back to Cincinnati. I'm taking one. Ooh. Go ahead. (laughs) Ooh, Ooh, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about, man. Okay, I, I I I like I like the Rock Rocky statue though. I'd rather have that outside my stadium than Mister Rogers. I mean, yeah, it's not outside the stadium. It ain't even close to the stadium. Well, in my city, even. So I just, I just got alert to say Kelsey's a game time decision. But which uh, one? That's a good question. Which one? Yeah, it is a good one. Oh, the Chiefs, <laughs> Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. 
But uh, and which okay. one's more important to the game? Let me take that out of my out of my uh Jason or Travis. I have my bets right now. I don't know, but I, I tell they're, you what, the league could use a couple more Kelsey's and a couple more Bosa's. I like I mean, that family's man, come, doing it right. And Watts, come on, man. Put well, some respect on the family name. Yeah, once why once one of them retired, it was hey man, he's now there's only one Watt. There's only one Watt. Don't go there, dog. The best <laughs> Watts left. I'll give you that. <laughs> but hey, so oh yeah, I think he's been the best for the past three, four years, wanna, without a doubt. We, we want to thank everybody for yeah. He, he's not the best overall by total resume as of now, as of but now. he's been the best for the last three or four years. But we want to thank everybody in the live chat, everybody that's that's been watching the homies on the BTSC network. Thanks for joining us. Um, we we will soon, maybe. Maybe next week, if not next week, the Friday before the Super Bowl will be moving to Fridays. So be be looking for that. We'll be on Friday evenings. Be looking for that. Should be fun. Should get a whole bunch of Friday folk in the live chat. That should be fun. Hurry up, man. But, I can't believe I said that. I gotta go throw up. <laughs> Why are you throwing up? It just make it gave me butterflies, maybe nervous. Oh, that you said put your <laughs> chest out there. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, yeah, thanks, everybody, for joining us, man. It's been a great show. We appreciate everybody in the live chat. Um, be sure to check out, get all your Steeler news and information from the BTSC Network of Podcasts, both on YouTube and audio. Check out the website for great articles. And it's, it's something something every day of the week, be it YouTube, audio, the, uh, the website, and different articles. So all your Steeler news, we try and bring a different flavor. We give you... We give you 75% Steelers, 25% everything else in football. Let B. Dirk talk about his Bengals. Even let Pay talk about his little scrubby Bears, little Cubs. They should name the football team the Cubs and the baseball team the Bears. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the disrespect, man. You, you, you win a few games, man. You get some respect. But thanks for joining us. We check you guys out sometime next week. Kick off your football. The football starts in 10 minutes. Be ready just from the front, what, from 3 o'clock prior to 9.30. Let's do it. Peace. Arrest Brett Favre. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.